Welcome to the Play It By Ear podcast. The podcast where the topics may vary because, hey, we play it by ear. And now your hosts, Eric Fiskus, Brady Liming, and Todd Griffin. It's my favorite part of the end of that. (laughs) (laughs) You know what it makes me think of? What? Um, The movie Private Parts when Howard Stern has the Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I was getting a little nervous because there were zero people in the room. Like, yeah. Still, now, now we're filling up. All right, we got, we got right, stuff. fill them up. Plenty of room. Uh, sign in, uh, people in the room. Savannah's with us. Savannah, Welcome. hey, Savannah. <clears throat> uh, this is episode 89 of the Play It By Ear podcast. That's an important number here. It is a hey, very Gary? important number. Hello, Gary. Gary, uh, that number holds, uh, Great uh, esteem with Brady and I, and I felt I could wear a Super Bowl shirt because last time before this year the Bengals went to the Super Bowl was 1989. Here we go. I, I got a bone to pick because, like, on February 4th, I ordered a quarter zip pullover from NFL that has the Bengals logo and the Super Bowl small logo, and it said it would be here the 12th, and here it is the 23rd. And it still says it's going to be here on the 12th, and it has not shown up. Have you asked for an explanation? I plan on doing that when I disembark from this show. I have given them my good grace. (laughs) I say I got a – I ordered a hat and got it the very next day from the same place. (laughs) Hello, Howard. 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 Maxwell. Maxwell. All right. Uh, Once again, episode 89 of the Play By Your Podcast. you've not been with us before each of us bring a topic to the table we talk 20-ish minutes on said topic and uh when we move forward after we've exhausted said topic so uh we are in order on the screen which we will present our topics brady first todd second myself last and um i would like to offer a little bit of an explanation and an apology um last week at the okay the- hold, hold on hold on yeah. Are you going to talk? Are you going to talk about your uh, your dog here? Not yet. That will be coming. All right. I well, was going to offer. Let me, let, let me know when you're going to do that because I'm going to give a BS alert. So go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Um, about two thirds of the way through the second topic last week, um, a strange case of vertigo. Um, I was looking at the screen and I started getting nauseous. Um, hello, I'm not... hello, Brady got some vertigo. Hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I did not want to vomit on camera, I and think that so been wonders for our ratings. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been replayed. It would have been YouTube gold. So I am. It took me a couple days for it to go back to normal, but I am good, and I am here, and I'm back, larger than life. 
Brady, you're welcome <laughs> for the shellacking I gave man. Todd in the guise of pseudo Brady. Yes, Howard, I I'm still feeling the effects of that, man. I, uh... <laughs> so, um, since we're talking about topics, um, I am going to do a topic tonight, but it is not going to be the topic that I had planned on doing. Eric, BS alert! BS alert! <laughs> There is there is no bovine excrement involved in this, but I'm no cow feces. It um so um my action hero tourney that I had started last week, um I had my notes and my winners and everything, and Pepper Z Dog, the golden retriever of residence in my house, decided to shred my notebook pages that were out and I'm going to have to go back and re-listen to the episode and redraw what I'd previously done. But there will be an awesome stand-in for tonight. We've got 12 people in the room and 11 of those 12 are waiting for part two of that tournament. That's right. Well, when I tell you what my topic is, there might end up being 30 people in the room (laughs) because it is equally as awesome. How, How is telling us what the topic is going to get people in the room that aren't in the room to hear what the topic is i would like to hear the science behind that a valid question (laughs) well no because the psychic energies and auras i am projecting over these airwaves over this awesome topic is going to make them flock like the salmon of capistrano nice he's deep very (laughs) deep all right so once again we are in order brady first todd second myself third Real quickly uh, about our uh, website, visit it, playbyyourpodcast.com. We will refer back to it here later on in the show. (laughs) What are you you diddling up there? (laughs) 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 All right, Brady, you have the floor. All right. So our attorney of the night, I think we could probably come close to getting through this. And if we can't, we'll just stagger it episodically. But it is going to be attorney, and <laughs> <laughs> now why would you leave after hearing Bruce? nice Matt? <laughs> Matt? <laughs> thank you, thank you, good old Matt. Hello, James, um, Mr. Heron. Mr. Heron, this is a tourney, a tournament, as Todd likes to say, and Mr. Miyagi, of classic animated TV shows. This is an elimination of the greats of classic TV. Hang on a minute. Should one of us keep the notes? Yes. <laughs> so there is a golden. I was joking. I'm not keeping the notes. No. <laughs> keep them and keep them up high. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't worry. I'm making don't electronic to, notes this time. Don't have to worry about wiener dogs getting a hold of anything like that. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Just put it up four inches off the ground. Right. They cannot get it. <laughs> but um. All right. So are you guys ready now? Let me give you a little bit of clarification. These are classic animated TV shows. You will not see anything um, from like the ilk of SpongeBob or, um, you know. So give us a rough era, range rough of Rough era. This is going to be what is called the clat, the golden age of Saturday morning in uh, adverse school cartoons. So I'm going to say anything from about 1968 to about 1996-ish. Don't hold me to it. There are a few exceptions. There's a couple exceptions, but it'll be duly noted. Trust me, there is nothing untoward 
about the list. It all holds up. Are these cartoons going to leave me in ruins? <laughs> <laughs> or, will they be, cats? or will they be evil? Like the fruits, the fruits of, of the, the devil. <laughs> All right. So let's start off with the first region or the first health of the of this side of the tourney. And um, I did not see these. Okay. This comes from a list that was on Twitter. And um, so are you ready, gentlemen? Yes. We will go with the number one seed in this bracket versus the number 16. We have at number 16, which before I go farther, see, I like what they did here. There's not going to be any early round knockouts. It's seeded in a relatively reasonable way. There might be some quibbles, but it's going to be okay. So the 16 seed, Yogi Bear, and the number one seed, Bullwinkle. Bullwinkle. Um, see, but it seems like Bullwinkle was a little bit before us. I don't remember sitting down and watching Bullwinkle. It was Bullwinkle, it seemed like there were just Bullwinkle shorts like yeah. mixed into other programs or something. I don't know. I don't, um, both of those are before my time, I believe. I mean, I know yeah. who they both are. I mean, Bullwinkle was on, especially Channel 64, but let me give you – Bullwinkle was a parody of Cold War culture. Correct. So you had Bullwinkle and Rocky the Flight Squirrel, and then you had Boris and Natasha, which right. how poignant is that at the moment? <laughs> um, but um, but anyway, uh, but uh, and, and I'm going to go along with kind of like Eric. I didn't watch it a lot, and I'll be honest, when I did watch it, it was kind of like meh, but the humor was over my head. Right outside of the physical comedy of a moose and a flying squirrel. So, do you think it would be funnier now if you were to rewatch them? I bet. I bet it would be. Yeah, I, I, well, I think it would be. I am going to be the person who, like the the person who doesn't watch sports, and, and I'm not making fun of, of people who don't watch sports, but the uh, the people who just. Uh, they pick based on the uniform color or something like that. You know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, uh, I'm going to just go with which animal I like better. And <laughs> I'm going to say that uh, Bullwinkle, because, uh, again, I think a, a, a talking moose is much funnier than a talking bear. And Bullwinkle is the only talking bear that I know of to where there are, sorry, uh, talking moose. There are other talking bears, so... For originality, Bullwinkle gets it. Uh, th that is true. That is true. Because, like, I mean, just even the choice of the animals itself, we're talking about a moose and a flying squirrel. That's – think of all the animals that could that's, have been paired. That's comedy gold. Th that is. Yeah. It, it would be like a musk ox and a kawadi. You know, <laughs> like who would have thought of such? And, Brady, <laughs> what does a musk ox and a kawadi sound like? <laughs> we dare anyone to challenge us on our <laughs> our animal sounds. Animal sounds. <laughs> so, um, so we have one for go now. See, Yogi, it could be funny, but but here's the deal. There's a couple things you gotta like look over. Like the bear was just hungry, man. 
you know, and he was wearing a fedora and a tie, and that's going to get no, him fed in my book. And no shirt or pants. He's no shirt or pants and a fedora. Kind of reminds me of college, but um, <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. Well, but Rocky like, wasn't, um, Rocky wasn't wearing pants either, was he? Or he's a wearing a, a like a like a, pilot a flight helmet, goggles. like an Amelia Earhart thing. Yeah. Yeah. And goggles because he was a flying squirrel. But nothing from the nothing from the nipples down. I mean, he had he had no clothes on. <laughs> Not that I'm were, aware his, of. His nips were nude. His, <laughs> nude moose nips. I did. <laughs> It's a new Ben and Jerry's uh, flavor of ice cream. <laughs> yeah, it's a little uh, cold in there. Sued by the Ben and Jerry's people. I shouldn't. Yeah, I shouldn't say that. Did Rocky might have had a scarf, but don't quote me on yeah, that. I think I, Bullwinkle did too. So, but um, but so here's here's my question. All right, are we are we determining the winners of these quote unquote matchups based upon? the cartoon itself or the cartoons place in society. Because I will say, even though Yogi is the 16 seed here, Yogi has had a much bigger impact on society than has Bullwinkle. For Pete Sig, he has his own chain of campgrounds. Well, yes. And sections of Kings Island and, uh, had a whole Laugh Olympics team named after him for crying out loud. I mean, come on. What did Bullwinkle do except be on his little cartoon? Try to f- try to get in the right light there. Bullwinkle had no clothing on, not a stitch. <laughs> not a stitch. <laughs> uh. So, it, I mean, we have we have comments from the audience here. We, we've not voted yet, really, have we? Uh, Todd said Bullwinkle. I voted because my answer to that would be, whatever we choose to vote on because like right there i had nothing to vote on other than which one i thought was funnier a moose or a bear but i still want my vote to be heard right. <laughs> your vote will be counted <laughs> uh i would say yogi based upon the societal influence of said bear well, i i agree there might have been a better headiness and um, pithiness to bullwinkle but I, I'm still going Yogi. I think Bullwinkle is a is a weak one seed. That's what I think. I don't I know what the other one seeds are going to be, but he's played in the Ohio Valley Conference, <laughs> or, or the, you know, instead but, of the Big Ten. But no one from the Ohio Valley Conference would ever be a one seed. There, I mean, mm-hmm. at, at best a twelve. You know. Yeah, but that's why I'm saying like it's like being an undefeated an undefeated Ohio Valley Conference person. In the tournament, you might get the one seed, but that's kind of dubious. <laughs> Did you get any on you? <laughs> uh, honestly, it was a hiccup. It wasn't a burp. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't I was, looking. I just heard it. <laughs> I, I was drinking the Dr. Pepper. Oh, that's that's mistake number one. You don't drink Dr. Pepper when you have to do any serious talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, right, shall uh, I go on to the next matchup, well, or have well, we made a decision? Well, well, now wait a minute. I've got comments. Here. We got to see the vote. The vote. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Heron didn't like either one. I concur. Uh, Matt. Matt says Yogi wins. Bullwinkle was cool, but come on, I've got to get my picnic basket. Savannah says Yogi. Um, Howard says uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle actually a bit before your time, not in your sweet spot. Correct. Yeah. 
Um, Todd took it. Todd, take a weird direction there. Are, are you Are you surprised that I, that I would take it? This, I don't know why you would be. The only direction I know. Uh, Maxwell, Yogi the Bear, was just waking up from hibernation. That's why he ate so much. Now, is that your vote? Or is that just facts? <laughs> Brady knows much about scarves. Indeed. <laughs> that is true. I, uh, that is should be sc- scarves. Is it scarves, Matt, or scarves? <laughs> is it like the killer dwarfs? <laughs> For those of you needing a killer dwarfs reference, uh, check them out on iTunes, an 80s hair metal band. And and also know that we would not make fun of anyone else for a a typo or a some sort of a no. grammar mistake other than our good friend Matt, who by the way is the voice you hear yes. at the beginning of our podcast. <laughs> uh, Howard Rocky the squirrel has a scarf, and as you said, nothing from the nips down and nothing from the <laughs> nuts up. <laughs> nips down, nuts up. I think that needs to be in the. Uh, what well, is a squirrel? <laughs> That's got to be in the. Right in the in the isms. Yeah, nips yeah. down and nuts up. Uh, Howard Yogi was for kids. Bullwinkle had many inside adult jokes. So maybe we should watch an episode of Bullwinkle. Yeah, in our current state. Uh, uh, Matt so... did not know how to spell scarves or scarves. Did you say Ute? <clears throat> um, uh, I think Yogi wins. I think Yogi I think wins. Yogi pulls the big upset here. Yogi right after play. Brady just said, there's not going to be any upsets. Yeah, yeah that that is true. But this, uh, it it was the only one I had circled that could be problematic. Yeah. Okay, Vegas lost a lot of money there. <laughs> they did. Okay, um, we're gonna go with the next one. It is the number five seed. Must have had a bad season because I don't know if I agree with this versus the number twelve. And this oh, is got to watch these five twelves. Yeah. Oh yeah. The number twelve seed, the Super Friends. Mm, okay, now wait a minute. Before you go on, we talking Wendy and Marvin Super Friends or Wonder Twins Super Friends? Because there's a it's a huge difference there. I'm gonna go ahead and make an executive decision. Wonder Twins. Okay. Because Marvin and Wendy should have been vanquished by Solomon Grundy and beaten into a paste. But uh, let let Wonder Dog lose. He's fine. I like Wonder Dog. Yeah. But we have the number 12 Super Friends versus Scooby-Doo. Oh, that's easy. Mm, that, you know what? That's, that's, that's bullcrap seating, too. Scooby-Doo <laughs> a five? And even yes. Super Friends a 12. I mean, come on. I don't. I don't need hey. to think any longer. Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo. And I like me some Super Friends, but being a comic book nerd, Super Friends, even at age five and six, can rub me the wrong way at times, okay. because they should have killed people that deserved it. <laughs> okay, I- iteration of Scooby Doo here. I mean, we're talking the classic Scooby Scooby Doo. Where are you? That one. Right. Okay. I mean, so. did did the Super not, Friends have did the Super Friends have the Harlem Globetrotters visit them? Did they have <laughs> Don Knotts visit them? Did they have Phyllis Casey Diller. Kasem? Dick Blanking Van D- <laughs> Did they have Jonathan Sandy Winters. Sandy Gosh Darn Duncan? Did they have her? <laughs> I think not. 
Well, now and now you brought in the the Scrappy Doos. Scrappy Doos, the Oliver of cartoons. <laughs> I mean, that that should have never happened. Yeah, Scooby Dumb. Now that's a whole different thing. Scooby Dumb was a good addition. This is Scooby Dumb should have been featured more. Indeed, Scooby Dumb was underutilized. I had a couple other character ideas for that litter and everything, but I cannot repeat them here. <laughs> I'll refresh you later. State. Yes. Um. Scooby. So w- Scooby runs right. away with it. Uh, audience. Uh, Savannah says Scooby. Brewer says Scooby. Welcome. Zoinks. I assume that's a Scooby vote. Uh, Vaughn. Matt Vaughn does Scooby. <laughs> uh, Howard. <laughs> Super French should have been versus Underdog. Yes. Uh. Uh, Mr. Heron, Scooby should be a number one seed. What meddling kids. Mean. I agree. I agree. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Scooby. Kyle, you don't know Scooby dumb, not dung. Not Scooby, Scooby dung. Not Scooby's dung. Scooby <laughs> dumb. <laughs> Scooby dung had IBS. That's the one cousin we never heard about. <laughs> um, uh, Maxwell says Scooby doo, but if I'm being honest, I've never seen super friends. What do you think about the live action Scooby doo? I didn't mind the live action. Scooby Doo's. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be honest though, you guys are, but, but what else? What else would you expect out of them? And were you expecting like Oscar worthy, uh, you know? No, but uh, <laughs> were you were you I'm expecting not... Kramer versus Kramer on Golden Pond? What, I mean, what were you expecting? <laughs> uh, I'm a traditionalist. <laughs> Scrappy Doo should have been spayed and or neutered. <laughs> I'm I'm assuming neutered. I'm assuming Scrappy Doo was uh, you know of, of, we, of the neutering variety there. We've referenced this many times, you know, I just like it, it. I never knew during my whole childhood that Shaggy was probably dealing some Scooby Doobage from the back of the mystery machine. Yeah. So if Scrappy Doo were, were neutered, he would be Scrapless Doo, I guess, at that point. <laughs> <laughs> no, there is Daisy Doo also. You guys have made fun of me before because I told you, I think I shared on the podcast one time that for years I thought Shaggy was a girl. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. Now now the story has to be dead. We're on Scooby-Doo. Jinkies. <laughs> the Jinkies story. Yeah, do you all remember? Remember? Not I'm talking really. about? I do. Okay. One of our friends contends that Jinkies is like a uh, term of endearment. Like, hey, Jinkies, like my my crew, my group, my hey, Jinkies, come hey, with me. Hey, you two Jinkies, let's go catch a movie. There you go. Now, Jinkies, in Do- my mind, and in the rest of the world's mind, is an exclamation. Like, yes. oh, crap. Jinkies. Yeah. Right? I just yeah. stepped in Scooby Scooby's do. Jinkies. Jinkies. <laughs> Jinkies. <laughs> Zoinks. <laughs> Zoinks. Yeah, or... Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, Matt Vaughn goes a step further. Scrappy Doo's dad should have been neutered. That <laughs> true. Deep. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Aaron, what was baked into the Scooby Snacks? <laughs> I think the baked people were eating Scooby Snacks, maybe. And, All uh, right. Mr. Vaughn says I'm correct. 
Jinkies as a better, better frame that one, Eric. That's uh yes. We don't get told that by our I, audience very no, often. No, no, we don't. Scooby oh. runs away with it. Continue. Easily. <clears throat> All right. This one is pretty intriguing. This is truly going to tell you what kind of taste of cartoons people have. We've got number four. Oh, excuse me. We've got number 13, the Laugh Olympics, versus number four, Johnny Quest. What What was number four? No, Johnny shit. Quest. <sighs> what, uh, who seeded this thing here? Johnny Quest, number four, Laugh Johnny... Olympics 13. Are you kidding me? But but think about it. This person might have liked the more actiony feel, and they might have thought thought that Laugh Olympics was silly. So we they're they're two divergent kind of cartoons. That's what I'm saying. This is a true matchup. It's going to tell you what kind of taste your cartoon runs. Now Johnny Quest is fine, and Mike Pence was yeah. wonderful at it. But um, <laughs> but uh, the the joke is that. Race Bannon from the cartoon looks exactly like the former vice president, Mike Pence. Um, and, you know, it was good, but I'm firmly in Laugh Olympics territory. I, I never watched it. I've never watched an episode of Johnny Quest. Oh, really? Yeah. That's pretty good. It, it You know, it's basically a teen kind of like crime investigation action thing. Hmm. So... Right. His dad's like a marine biologist and an explorer kind of deal. It, it, it was good. It held water. Yeah. Laugh Olympics was a little before my time, but I do remember watching them at some point. So I'm, I'm going Laugh Olympics. There's Vice President Pence <laughs> with the gun. Yep. And Bandit the dog. Yes. Now, I don't know who's in betwixt them in the back. Yeah, I don't know that person. The, the female character um, I am not familiar with. But anyway, and Haji. Haji, yes. So I, I'm voting Lab Olympics. Oh, Lab Olympics. Olympics, without a doubt. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a. Uh, oh, wow. I, I lost my timer. I can't shut it off. Shut it. Shut it. <laughs> I feel like there's an ice cream truck going through. <laughs> I wish. Laugh, Laugh Olympics is my vote. Laugh Olympics is my vote. Um, Savannah says Johnny Ooh. Quest. Ooh. <laughs> Matt Vaughn says Mike Pence looks like Cotton Hill from King of the Miss <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Casing, welcome. Johnny Quest. Kirsten says Laugh Olympics. Welcome, the, Kirsten. So, wait a minute. Like, the Scooby Doobies, the Yogi Yahooies, <laughs> and the Really Rottens. <laughs> I had to do my Snagglepuss um, <laughs> impersonation. So like Snagglepuss, a... and who who is the uh, who's the other one? Mildew. Uh, <laughs> mildew. So, was it yeah, I can't. Re I can't remember. All right, are you ready for the next one? So, Laugh Olympics, right? Takes Laugh Olympics, yes. Well, I mean the, yeah, 
Yeah, by by one, but the audience we had, to, we had two Johnny Quests. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's true. Oh, Mister Heron goes with Johnny Quest. I think Johnny Quest is going to take this. Well, no, but we had three. Our three was Laugh Olympics, and then so Kirsten's yeah. four. Okay. Yeah. Kirsten's one, four. two. So, yeah. Laugh three. Olympics still takes it by one. By one. And we're, I'm gonna we're gonna say it's Laugh Olympics unless another one pops up here. All right, now this one is kind of kicking it old school. We've got Underdog, who is the ninth seed, versus Hong Kong Fui, the eighth seed. Oh. Hong Kong Fui. Number one super guy. Oh, he's got oh, cow. Really. He's got cow. Look at the human eye. <laughs> that interlude there. I have never watched an episode of Hong Kong Fooey. Scatman Crothers. Underdag for me. <laughs> Underdag. Um, you said you said Fooey, right, Brady? Yeah, pardon me. Did um, you say Fooey, or did you say actually? I even though as much as I enjoyed the Hong Kong Fooey theme song, Underdog, I think was probably better and more impacting. You think? Yeah, I did it again, Todd. <laughs> Doctor's Pepper's burning you up, man. Yeah, my vote's on the Fooey. Uh, John Whitney, welcome. Players are on the field, on the grass, even. <laughs> There's a to laugh Olympics. On the grass, even. Hong Kong. Oh, Hong I mean, Kong is more Hong fun. Hong Kong is running away with it. Oh, well, we Fooey. got a couple underdogs here. Uh, yeah. Mr. Barney, welcome. Uh, Hong Kong, 100% from Kirsten. Hong Kong, yes. And the thing is, I think I like Hong Kong fully better. But I guess I think underdog, I, I misread the audience. I thought that um, underdog was probably the more impactful because didn't he have a new live action movie out yeah, not too long ago? Yeah, yeah, he did. But yeah, Hong Kong Fui runs away with it. He does. Chap. Way to go, uh, Mr. Fui. <laughs> do I call you Hong or do I call you Mr. Fui? <laughs> All right. It's time to go to the other side of the bracket. Shall we? Sure. All right. So the number two and the number 15. So at number 15, we have Shirt Tails versus number two, the Flintstones. Oh, are you? Okay. Come on. Flintstones number two seed. Bullwinkle number one seed. Hey. W weren't the Flintstones like the first primetime network? Yes, cartoon? the first primetime cartoon. It was the animated honeymooners. Derek, can you pull up the shirt tails so we can see shirt all the characters real quick? Tails. I, I'm going I'm probably gonna surprise you all here. I'm going shirt tails over the Flintstones. What? What? Yeah. Sacrilege. Best part about the Flintstones is their cereal. Heresy. I mean, and I like Shirt Tales just fine. Loved it as a kid and as a youth, but 
Flintstones, man. I mean, I still eat their vitamins. <laughs> I think you're about 38 years too old to eat their vitamins, Brady. Hey, they're prehistoric. Sure. Yeah. The There's the shirt tail. They were awesome. I mean, you got the the mole or whatever. In the, that's not a mole. What is that thing in the middle? It is a mole. Is it, It's got eyes. Well, I it's it, closed. I thought it was an opossum. I think it's an nope. opossum. No, uh, because Digger, his name was Digger, and he dug. I, you're right. I like the monkey. And that was Bogey the orangutan, Pammy Panda. T- <laughs> I forget if it's Tig or Tig. And I cannot remember the name of the raccoon. Are you sure you don't want to vote for the shirt tails, Brady? Well, I said I like him, shirt, but I love these Flintstones. You have much more shirt tail knowledge than I have. Well, I may have to change my vote now that I know they had a mole with eyes. <laughs> It doesn't say he's got them closed like he's in deep repose or thought. It's okay. He, That's he, his job was to dig. <laughs> Moles don't have ears either, I, do they? I, I I don't know. Tame that shrew. <laughs> Tame that shrew. I think that's an opossum. A shrew's not an opossum. A shrew's a mole. Oh, you mean the okay? Yeah, I think that's an opossum. I got you. I think it's an opossum too. Uh, do opossum. I, I, I will make a large bet on that <laughs> one. <laughs> It's all a right. shrew. It needs tamed. <laughs> uh, all right. So now I got to look it up. Now I got to figure out what what these characters are. Brady, you can go ahead. I I okay. think Flintstones. Oh, Flintstones easily. Flintstones is 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 yeah. I am the I am the only one that voted for uh, shirt, shirt tails. tails. Yeah. All right. So on the other side of this bracket, we've got the number six versus the number eleven. At number 11, we have Spider-Man. And in number six, we have the Jetsons. Oh, easy. Easy. Is it? Is Spider-Man. Hmm. Spider-Man. Jetsons was silly. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I mean, cartoons in general. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. No, I, I, I didn't mind the Jetsons, but I'm going Spider-Man. Okay, for, and before we, to clarify, before we, this isn't Spider-Man and his amazing friends. This is the Spider-Man, Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever, whatever a, spider, a spider can. Yeah, it's no, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man yeah. don't whatever does, a like spider can. Here comes Spider-Man. <laughs> In the speed of light. <laughs> anyway, so um, well, what do we got here? We've got Flintstones. Jetsons, Jetsons. See, I love me some Flintstones. I I can quote it. Like uh, Eric, I bet you can finish this line. You Bonnie Rubble are a okay. Maybe not. I can't. I keep thinking Cad, but I don't think is that Cad. Is it Cad? A jackass. <laughs> a counterfeiter. Oh. You Bonnie Rubble, I'm a counterfeiter. I was thinking of it. Sounds like the uh, on uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, where his dad he <laughs> faces dad. Peterson. This is Mister Peterson. <laughs> Doesn't he say you're an asshole? Pull my friend. an asshole. Yeah. So, uh, Spider-Man Bar None was my favorite superhero as a youth. Yep. I have to go with Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Wow. Well, I, oh, I like the Jetsons. Yeah. Meet George now, Jetson, his boy Elroy, daughter Judy, Jane, Jane his wife, his, wife. his, his boy. dog, 
<laughs> oh, his, that was uh, our line to the song. Yeah, his doggy right. news. <laughs> yeah, we didn't say Astro. Said, um, so it looks like we've got one, two, one. three Jetsons, four Jetsons, one, two, three Spider-Man, four, five Spider-Man. If we count you, what were you, Brady? Pick well, it, it, here's the thing. You enjoyed either, Spider-Man more. I want to say you could either tie it with Jetsons or can't no. win it with Jetsons. Yeah, I enjoyed Spider-Man more. I'm going to go with Spider-Man. 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 Okay, the next one. Welcome, the, Jerry. Jerry also votes Spider-Man. Spider-Man, before. yeah. Now, before you go on, I've got shirt tail characters here. All right. Yeah. All right, the uh, shirt tails group of animals who wear shirts that show expressions or words, but they don't wear pants, li <laughs> live in a hollow tree, and unknown to their human guardian, they are crime fighters. They were... Damn straight. <laughs> Rick Raccoon. Rick. Raccoon, Tig or Tig. I, I think it's Tig. Tig. Tig Tiger. Pammy Panda. Digger Mole. He is a mole. Bogey orangutan, and in the second season, Kip Kangaroo. So they I forgot him. about him because he didn't come to the second season. So I stand victorious. It was a moment. It was a moment. All right, mole. Yeah. Hang on a minute. Moles do have eyes hidden <laughs> beneath their thin skin, which is mostly covered by a soft and short dark fur. So they do have eyes, but they're under their skin. So that was not accurate. The shirt-tailed mole, yeah, not visible to the human eye. Yeah, <laughs> that was a continue. Sorry, the next one we have a three versus fourteen, and number fourteen we have the pink panther versus number three, Bugs Bunny. Oh, easy. Yeah. Bugs Bunny. I'm going Bugs. Yeah, I'm going Bugs too. I mean, I could quote Bugs Never Bunny cartoon. Panther fan. <laughs> Mauve Panther. Pam, Panther. Mauve Panther. Um, Pink Panther. I mean, it was okay. There was no dialogue. It was just a little bit Euro for me. And then they started mixing the movies in. I, I, I couldn't understand the, the tie. I know the Pink Panther in the movies was a jewel, right? It was not an actual yeah. cartoon. Okay, Panther. so how many people out there in Play It By Earland who are old enough to remember this were, were just crestfallen when you saw a two-hour movie about the Pink Panther on primetime on Channel 12 and you turn it over and it's some darn Peter Sellers flick and you keep on waiting for the cartoon to start. Yeah. True That'd disappointment. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's like right. when you thought Benny Hill was on, you were all excited and ended up being Benny Hinn in the 700 Club. <laughs> totally different worlds there. Uh, Savannah says bugs. Mr. Vaughn says the bunny. Uh, Kirsten Bugsy. Uh, Ms. Ms. Casing, Morelli. Bugs all the way. Mr. Heron Bugs, uh, Gary Troutman, true story I, about the movie, yeah. 
I mean, uh, go ahead. Bugs and MJ save the NBA, according to Kyle Brewer. How could you not pick Bugs? That is true. Um, I mean, Eric, Bugs Bunny cartoons. We could still. I don't even know what we were doing the other day, and you quoted one the. Brick a brick a fire, crack yeah, a sis, boom, boom, ba, Bugs, Bugs Bunny, Bunny, Bugs, Bugs Bunny, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. With my spear and magic helmet. <laughs> killed the wabbit, killed the wabbit. Yeah. So, all right. So, can we pretty much agree that that was a uh, shellacking? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Mr. Uh, Mr. Heron loves him some Benny Hill too. That was I think that was the first we haven't had one vote. There was not one vote for the Pink Panther. Uh, and, great, great teacher, Miss Casing, used bugs to teach opera and world history. Kill the wabbit, kill the wabbit. <laughs> uh, Jerry, Pink Panther with Steve Martin only did 164 million <laughs> box. I don't even remember that. I wasn't, don't either. Wasn't but that was an actual wasn't there an actual I mean that was the Pink Panther though, wasn't it? Like the cartoon? Like I thought they did a live action Pink Panther like with the I think you're right where um but maybe it where, wasn't that one. Yeah, I I'm going to have to check that out cuz I know what he's talking about, but I have no recollection of it because I immediately dismissed it as lame when I saw <laughs> it's like, "Oh man, come on, it's terrible." <laughs> um this next matchup is probably going to be the most brutal and i have the feeling that this is going to go along generational lines and age lines are you ready for in my opinion the biggest throwdown hang on real quick i just looked it up yeah steve martin was the live action so it at least was there was there was a pink okay. cat in it <laughs> yeah. yeah jerry says uh, 2005 live yeah action. only a 5.7 on imdb mm. as far as the not a good grade but I like Steve Martin, so I, I probably I, do I don't know if I ever watched that or not. But Grandpa, <laughs> um, we will. Um... <laughs> so you're ready for the throwdown, gentlemen? Yes. Continue. At number ten, we have The Simpsons. Mm. At number seven, we have Tom and Jerry. Ooh. Both. Criminally underseated. Correct. In my mind. Now, I I know I made one vote based upon societal impact of the cartoon. Yeah. Which, I mean, Simpsons far and away when it comes to that. However, voting with my heart, I got to go with Tom and Jerry. That you know, I'm going I, Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry, yeah. Uh, Thomas and Gerald for the win for me. Now, it's got to be the Tom and Jerry's in that sweet spot. It's got to be 50s, 60s Tom and Jerry when they're enemies, not friends. I mean, you can't Correct. Tom and Jerry be friends. It just doesn't. And hey. I, I, I was even okay with the uh, the early 80s. It's the Tom and which featured the lovable, the adorable Pip Squack. We're so mature here. Oh yes, we are. Um, I've never, I've probably haven't watched five full episodes of The Simpsons. Yeah. So Thomas and Gerald for me easily. 
Um, in Mr. Thomas, I agree. The Tom and Jerry was a classic before. In fact, look, Tom and Jerry just had a uh, reboot last year, a movie in their Pixar style of animation put in the real world. Um, the greatest thing about Tom and Jerry, though, let, let, well, there would be no segments of The Simpsons without Thomas and Gerald because uh, Itchy, Itchy and, and Scratchy is based on the you know, the carnage yeah. of Tom and Jerry. Yeah, that, that's a that. fact. I think based upon that alone, you have to go with Tom and Jerry. Yes. I always wondered why Itchy and Scratchy didn't have their own spinoff because who would not have watched that? True. Um, All right, but, uh, you know, Tom and Jerry still makes me laugh to this day. Yes. Oh, yes. It's funny stuff. Uh, Savannah says Simpsons. Uh, Maxwell says Tommy and Jerry. Yeah, I think you missed a couple up above there, Eric, on the Tom and Jerry vote. Oh, right. Ooh. Heading up. Uh, Old school Tom and Jerry or new? Yes. Old school. Yeah, it got to be old school. Uh, Katrina, welcome. Tom and Jerry. Katrina. Katrina. Uh, Kirsten says uh, Tom and Jerry with my heart as well. Uh, Matt says, might agree, Tom and Jerry. Uh, Jerry Thomas goes, Tom and Jerry. Classic before Simpsons. Um, John Barney goes with the Simpsons. Likes the current cotton candy Randy. Uh, I'm, I'm like Todd. I, Not that I disliked or didn't want to watch the Simpsons. It just didn't fit into my TV watching schedule for some reason. See, I, I, I don't know if this is a very good, this probably isn't a good excuse, but around the time that I remember the Simpsons getting big, uh, Beavis and Butthead, or Ren and Stimpy, like those, that era, and I was more of a Beavis and Butthead, Ren and Stimpy person, right. you know. And I don't even know that it was close at the same time in my in my mind. Simpsons were slightly before the, those two, but yeah, yeah, not my maybe two or three years before. Uh, um, Mr. Heron says Tom and Jerry, and uh, Miss Casing Tom and Jerry. All right, looks like Tom and Jerry. It looks like Tom and Jerry. But I'll say again, both criminally underseated. So um, I think based on time, we'll have to finish this next week because we could probably take almost two or three hours on this. But I do want to go ahead and before we sign off on it, I'll tell you who won, just to refresh our memories, just to kind of go back and dip in it. So we had um, Yogi defeating Bullwinkle. We had Scooby-Doo over Johnny Quest. Yes. Yes. Um, we had... Um, oh, excuse me. Sorry. We had Scooby-Doo over Super Friends. We had Laugh Olympics over Johnny Quest, correct? Correct. Yes. Correct. We had um, Hong Kong Fooey over Underdog. And Yogi with the upset of Bullwinkle. Yes. All right. And um, then we had on the other side, we had the Flintstones. We had the, uh, Tom and Jerry over the Simpsons. We had Bugs Bunny over the Pink Panther. And we had Spider-Man over the Yetsons. Correct. So we will resume this next week with the TV throwdown. Um, so, uh, let's see, we had somebody... Uh, it, it sounds like uh, Tom and Jerry is just running away with this one. That that was one of the more unanimous ones. Yeah, Adam, welcome. Uh, Tom and Jerry, hey, more Adam. lighthearted, which I prefer. 
and uh, Mr. Heron True Point. Simpsons made it hard to be a teacher. Every boy tried to act like Bart. Correct. <laughs> you remember the kerfluffle of how that was a legitimate, you know, it's going to corrupt the youth. And everybody was going to turn into Bart Simpson. But then South Park came on. <laughs> yeah, right. And that so, uh, blew that out of the water. Yeah. All right. Well, next week we will revisit this, and I have my notes. And they're electronic, so there will be no door. We want to watch where you put them. Tuck them up behind that sign behind your head. <laughs> Tape them to the back of that sign, Brady, so we know they'll be safe. Yeah. It's a. I, I went ahead and edited the screenshot, so I have my notes electronically. Gotcha. The dog will have to be a hacker to get to this one. <laughs> All right. Uh, visit our website, www.playbyyourpodcast.com. And uh, you see at the top of each of the pages on our site, we have the audio of our podcast on the left, the video of the podcast in the center and our uh, calendar and our registration for our email list on the right side. And again, that's at the top of every page. This is our support page. Uh, if you go to that page, uh, you can become a member of our podcast. If you click the Buy Me a Coffee link down at the bottom of the page, that will take you to our crowdsourcing website, buymeacoffee.com. And you can be a member of the podcast for $5 per month or $50 per year. And here are our Hall of Famers. Uh, Savannah is in the room with us. She's a Hall of Famer. Allison Chavis, Chuck Griffin, Jessica Longacre, Rhonda Reeser, Christy Rocky, and Joe Rocky. So uh, thanks to all of them for their membership. Thank you. All right. Don't go any place yet, Mr. Thomas. <laughs> this is just the end of the first segment. We got miles to go. Miles. All right. Am I up? You're up. Okay. Uh, have I done a food topic yet in 2022? <laughs> I don't know. Have you? Well, I, yeah, I think we and we did the one about the House Southern RU. I believe yes. that was 2022. Yeah. All right. So I have a food topic. And uh, Eric actually sent this map, I don't know, maybe months ago. Uh, Eric <laughs> sent this map uh, to me, being the food topic uh, person, typically. And this is the weirdest food. It's a map of the United States, and it's the weirdest food from every state mapped. Huh. And uh, we're not talking about, like, comparing New England fried cod to Texas fried chicken fried cod. steak. <laughs> chicken fried steak. We're, compa- we're talking about the weird, like, the unique, the extraordinary stuff. Um, without further ado, we'll get started because we have uh, 50 states to go through. I do. And some of these, uh, you know— Honestly, this is the first time I've opened up the website, and I've only gotten down to, like, Louisiana. And first off, Eric, I think some of these are going to require pictures. <laughs> okay. And some of them are going to require uh, pronunciation because I, I don't quite know how to pronounce some of them. So anyway, and there's no pronunciation <laughs> guide. Alabama. Biscuits with chocolate gravy. Biscuits with chocolate gravy. Now, that sounds like a dessert. We looked yeah, up chocolate. Yeah. Chocolate gravy was, uh, I think, on that southern list. Yeah, it was. Yeah, because we thought maybe it was just brown gravy, and they just called it chocolate gravy, but it's actually chocolate. Chocolate it's gravy. Chocolate. So that is a yep. dessert. It's a syrup. <laughs> yeah, and you know, oddly enough, unless that biscuit were fried and rolled in cinnamon or uh, powdered sugar or something, I don't think I would like chocolate gravy on my biscuits. Um, I agree. Jelly it's all good. or honey, or if you get it from KFC. Honey sauce. 
<laughs> it's not actually honey. It's honey sauce. So, uh, so what's what's the distinction with honey and honey sauce? I, I don't know. I, I you would one think, is whipped with additives. You would think that honey sauce would be runnier, but it's it's. And I guess it's a little runnier than than a honey out of a just right straight from the bear. <laughs> and I know this is not um, etymologically correct, but you know one is you know whipped and added additives, and one's right from the bee's butt. <laughs> but it doesn't come from a bee's butt, so that would be incorrect. You, you oh, beat me too, to... and I was gonna say, "Honey, right out of the bee's butt." <laughs> I just got to thinking of the uh... Brady. I know what I'm talking about, but I just got to thinking about the uh, uh, scene in the new Jackass movie with the bees. Uh... <laughs> anyway, uh, can't get that out of my head. Uh, Alaska. Uh, this is the first one that I, I'm not quite sure how to pronounce it, but it looks like Akutak, Akutak, A K U T A Q. I Acutac. bet it is Inuit in origin. A-K-U-T-A-Q. Acutac uh, is a Yupik word, which means mix them together. It's oh. it's it's Alaskan Cassie roll. Brady, have <laughs> Alaska roll is actually what it is. Is it really? Yeah. Uh, the way we pronounce is uh, Aguduck. Aguduck. Then why not spell it A-G-U-D-U-C-K? Aguduck. Aguduck. It's it's Yupik. It's I not know. English. But what does it look like? Did you it, is it uh, does it look good? On. Is it does it look like a stew? Does it look like I mean to me it looks like is it ground like, ground ground beast. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not a sweet? <laughs> I think it is, but uh Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that looks good, Brady. That looks like it's uh, looks like some sort of raspberry ice cream or something. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was meat. Oh, I think it's a dessert. <laughs> I said. It, oh, it's it, a dessert. Okay, well, I because it, it, I, I thought that there was some kind of rancid meat in a in a fancy feast jar. <laughs> I said at first glance it looked like graham beast. Oh, okay. That's it, what color could means. be. It, I mean, I don't know. I don't know where you get your the, ground it beast. It has the there. same. Uh, the same hue as like a, a like, like the, the vulture sack that hangs off of a vulture's face, or like the a, a turkey chin sack, a gobble. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jerry, probably wrapped in seal blubber. <laughs> it looks. It, I mean, it looks good. Is it, are those chocolate chips or something in it, or uh, are they uh, I don't probably know. yak toenails or, or moose to- toenails or something? <laughs> if I tell you I got a yak, it doesn't mean I got a hairy buffalo living in my backyard. <laughs> Arizona. Scorpion lollipops. Scorpion lollipops. So, I mean, are these kind of like the things you buy at Jungle Gyms that have the exactly. bugs in them and stuff? Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, we got, okay, we got a backup. <laughs> we got a backup. Okay. <laughs> Acudac, Acu go. How you pronounce it? Okay, ingredients. <laughs> oh man. Well, Gary has it. Gary, put, are you going to read what Gary has, or, or you have your own there? Well, I have my own. Why? Oh, I, can't. I just I noticed what look. Gary's comment popped up. It might be the same thing because he his has some ingredients in it. All right, uh, Gary says it's not creamy ice cream as we know it, but a concoction made from reindeer fat or tallow, seal oil, freshly fallen snow or water, fresh berries. And sometimes Ew. ground 
Halloween fist. I don't want no ground fist, fist in my. <laughs> Uh, now, now the site I was looking at ingredients of the uh, Eskimo ice cream fist, <laughs> white fist, pike, or any kind of salmon. And if it's the first ingredient, you know it has the most in it. All right, Crisco slash lard, tallow, vegetable oil, sugar, and berries, blueberries, salmon berries. <laughs> Salmon berry. I don't know what a salmon berry is. Oh gosh, yeah, gosh. I will, that's um, pass a hard pass. Yeah, I'll pass too. It's 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 breaking my uh, my rule of mixing sweets with non sweets. Well, it just sounds like a cardiology event on a in a dish. There's a lot of oils and tallows in there. Yeah, but then you got the fish. You got the omega threes in there, man. It could be healthy, right? right. I'm assuming that'll fight. be migrating. That fish will be migrating one way or the other quickly with all that fat and lard. So, do salmon berries come from male salmon? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> that may be a little queasy. Arkansas. Don't need any more of that, Brady. <laughs> That's right. Arkansas, we have nice alliteration with this one. We have possum pie. Possum pie. Or is it Not- opossum o pie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's possum pie, and and I think that probably is exactly what we think. It's probably just like some sort of possum meat patty. <laughs> the other yellow meat. <laughs> California, shusharito, shusharito. You want to look that one up, Eric? It's it's just sush sush s u s u s h i r r i t o shusharito. I bet it's sushi. I bet it's sushi rito. Sushi, sushi rito. And it's one word. Like a sushi burrito. That makes sense. A su- sushi. Yeah, su- it's hard to say. Sushi rito. All right, let's. It's a Phil let's Collins song, isn't it? <laughs> sushi sushi rito. <laughs> that was genish. <laughs> <laughs> it's against all odds. Uh, it turned well, into. Let's, turned... <laughs> let's go back to the possum pie for a moment. Okay, so we were we were mesmerized by the Eskimo ice cream, but possum pie is like the opposite. So the ingredients: egg whites, butter crackers, vanilla extract, sugar, walnuts, frozen. Whipped, whipped. <laughs> and uh, two tablespoons of flaked coconut. So there's not mm. any opossum meat. No possum in the opossum pie. Wow! Wow! Well, I, I still would, it's still disqualified because of the coconut. <laughs> I'd rather have two tablespoons of coke of uh, shaved possum than shaved <laughs> coconut. So what, what was the California thing? How do you spell Shush, that? Sushi Rito. Sushi Rito, yeah. That's got to be raw fisted tortilla. I-R-R-I-T-O. Sushi Rito. Sushi Rito. Sushi Rito. It just seems like that's what it would be. Oh, it, it's a... Uh, I see what it is. It's a... It's a uh, it's a mixture. It's a. It's an um, abomination. It's a. It's a. It Mexican, looks like a California roll. Japanese 
It's like a burrito and a sushi mix. Yeah. Sushi burrito. Which I take as an abomination, but Huh. Yeah, that, that that's a that's I, I'm not a big I'm not a sushi guy. I don't like real sushi. I like like uh the California rolls. Like California kind. rolls and then I get yeah. uh I like spicy crab rolls. I like crab. Anything with crab in it I can do, but I don't want anything else in it. <laughs> crab, right. real, real crab or imitation crab? I don't care. I like them both. <laughs> <laughs> Colorado. There. Colorado, we have Rocky Mountain oysters. Oh. Mm. I think we all know what those are. Sheep balls. Sheep <laughs> <Great> balls. <laughs> Sheep testes. <laughs> They are not colorless or tasteless or odorless. <laughs> They're sheep testes. I don't think I could eat a Rocky Mountain oyster. Oh, nope. no way. Nope. I mean, I think you probably pretty much just have to swallow it whole. <laughs> I don't think you'd want to chew it. Is it? Has anyone listening ever ever at sampled a, a Rocky Mountain oyster? Anyone ever at a Rocky yeah. Mountain oyster? Yeah. Chime in audience. if you've ever, yeah, if you've ever. So, do you think Appalachian Mountain oysters would maybe like come <laughs> from a goat instead? Like, do you think there's a variation? I I don't know. In the Andes, Mountain oysters would have more of a Spanish, Latino, spicy flair to them. <laughs> <laughs> Gary with the answer. Tonight. <laughs> nice. No, that's just nuts. <laughs> oh. Uh... Katrina turning green with that, that one. That was bad, Gary. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Katrina, you you personally have not, but your family has. See, I, that just sounds like one of those things. Once again, a depression era thing, like the time that my grandma made cow tongue in the pressure cooker, and there was a told. I think it was just they didn't want it to go to waste. But man, come on, you got to let something go. Doesn't everything taste like chicken nuggets? Do, it, Katrina, oh. do they make them in the air fryer? Because everything tastes good in the air fryer. <laughs> it's healthier too. I mean, yeah, it's probably yeah. I, well, if you if you deep fry them, you definitely wouldn't want to swallow them whole. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I imagine you you know the you know the when you the little vending quarter machines outside of restaurants i bet it would be just like one of the a deep fried bouncy ball why do, why do you think that they're they're that chewy though why do you think they have no give to them because it's you... a ball <laughs> and, I, and, that, Still, and that's though, like... what and that's just what's in my head you know <laughs> uh, katrina uh, says they are prepared in the deep fryer uh, yeah it's, it's got to be good then everything in the fry daddy i was gonna say you could fry anything and be edible. Next on the list, we have Connecticut. Connecticut. <laughs> Clam pizza. Ew. Clam, Clam pizza. <laughs> pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, better beware where you put that to emphasis. Brady. I I won't even do. I won't even do like deep fried clam. I. That yeah, that doesn't sound that doesn't sound appetizing to me at all. I mean, I no. suppose if you liked clam and you liked pizza, you wouldn't mind them. But I am not a person that wants seafood on my pizza. 
even if it's seafood I like, I don't want crab on my pizza. No. I don't want fried fish yeah. on my pizza. You don't see it often, do you? No, I mean, you, you would think as popular as they, they do sh- everything with shrimp. And, you know, you never see like a shrimp pizza or a cod yeah. pizza yeah. or a haddock pizza. It, it, excuse you, Brady. It would be codfish pizza. <laughs> <laughs> no anchovies on your pizza. Oh, that's oh true. there you go. There you go, dude. No, no anchovies. Of all the canned meats I like, your your potted meats, your deviled hams, your uh, your treat. Vienna, your treat, your spam, your meat, your, your Vienna sausages. I do not eat uncooked Vienna sausages. I do not eat sardines or anchovies. <laughs> Here, Katrina, to my knowledge, this might be her first time listening, and she's yeah, she, a new listener. She's told Ka- me she's listened. Before. Oh, okay. Well, Katrina. Am I the only one? We cooked yes. as a kid. My mother pan fried up and heated my Vienna sausages, and they just acted like nobody ever does this because I was horrified when I saw somebody <laughs> eat them straight from the can, like like they were hobos. And no, you, you like cook it, and they were they just they, they that's w- Brady. They wouldn't put down. They wouldn't coat them in all that nutritious snot if you weren't supposed to just <laughs> let them slide right down the throat. <laughs> man, it's gonna be the only way it gets down there, man. It's, uh, Raw. I, here's what I'm surprised didn't happen. You, you, or you, you said your mom fried them for you, right? I, I'm surprised yeah. she didn't put them in the frying pan, walk over to the refrigerator. When she come back, there'd be nothing left because I would think the meat would just disintegrate if you tried to fry it. Because <laughs> they're sodium. not very, they're not very well packed. I mean, like a, a, a Vienna sausage is pretty loosely packed. It's not put is. in a good intestine skin. That's right. <laughs> Uh, Howard, what's the difference between clam pizza and fish tacos? That's a good point. Uh, I mean, I, as far as I see, but but fish tacos have gotten really popular. I mean, all over the place. I like fish tacos, but, but clam pizza. Eat, but you won't eat any seafood on your pizza. Yeah, that's true. That yeah. What's that's the weird. difference? Well, one's a taco shell, and one's a pizza crust. <laughs> one has pizza sauce, and one does. I don't know. I mean, there's, I you know that makes me think though. I bet you can make a pretty good like. Uh, pizza version of a fish taco. <laughs> fried clams? Don't like me no fried clam. <laughs> Delaware. Creamed chipped beef. Greamed? Uh, greamed. Yeah, otherwise, otherwise, you know, known as shit on a shingle. Correct. And I like me some shit on a shingle. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if they had a tin roof or a metal roof, they'd just be out of luck, wouldn't of they? Of course, our good friend argues that, that 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 is not shit on a shingle because, to quote, shit is not white. <laughs> Even though we all we, we've all seen Step Brothers, where the kid, the kid makes him eat. I, I, I was going to say, white dog he shit. obviously has never been in a backyard in the middle of the summer after the dog <laughs> did it. Or Eastern Five High School ago. in 1988 after a tournament game. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> haunts me to this day. Uh, <laughs> no, but I, I like chip beef gravy on toast, on biscuits, anything. Uh, Mr. Heron, or uh, oh, I thought it was Mr. Heron, uh, Howard, or the kid version, poop on the stoop. <laughs> A yeah. turb on the curb. <laughs> turb? <laughs> turb. I had to make work. You know, work that looks like when you, you know how when kids write their D's and B's backwards. A turb, a turb on the curb. A turb on the curd. Now, now, wait, now wait a minute. What, what if it's turd on a curd? Would that be on top of cottage cheese? Yeah, yeah, there you go. 
Todd might go for that. Yeah. If it had some flaw in there. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Katrina Katrina answered your question there, Eric. Yeah. Brady or Eric uh, Brady. Okay. Yeah. Like so, everybody does. Katrina, I didn't know this. It was a couple. Uh, it was like a couple years when we started this, and I was horrified that one day I was like, "Man, I saw a kid at lunch just open up this can of Vienna sausages and eat them raw," and they looked at me like I was impaired or something. Like you guys didn't cook them, and that's how this whole thing started. Uh, I don't eat them, but no, I knew they were not cooked. All right, Florida. Probably doesn't surprise you. Gator tail. Had it. I've had that. I've had gator balls. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Not you guys. Gator bites. Okay, is that better? Gator bites. Yeah. Gator circles. Uh, Brady tastes like chicken, right? It does. It does. Yeah, the gator The gator bites that I've had taste yeah. kind of like chicken. Maybe a it little is. chewier. Maybe just a little bit. Yeah. This is a repeat because, like I said, the first time I had it, I was like, oh, yeah, it tastes exactly like chicken. But the second batch I had a couple years later were way too chewy. I really didn't dig it. It's not yeah. something I'm going to go out of my way. I'll just get chicken nuggets. Yeah, yeah. Georgia, not too much. Uh, boiled peanuts, nothing to no. really say about that. Boiled peanuts are disgusting. Yeah, they're not as good as other type of peanuts. Peanuts. Hawaii. Hawaii. Uh, U-B-E. Ube? Oob. 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 Want to look that up for us, Eric? I will. I, will, I bet Ube Blob pops up, uh, classic <laughs> NBA player, when you first type that in. Uh, let's see. Dude, you could tell by looking at it, it was totally Hawaiian. Did you know it's trendy? I didn't. That striking purple ice cream cone on your Instagram feed. Yeah, that's Ube. But what is it exactly? Turns out that Ubi, also known as Purple Yam, is a type <laughs> purple of yam. Purple yam. <laughs> is a type of tuber that's native to the Philippines where it's frequently featured in dessert dishes. <laughs> Did uh, you say a tuba? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, this jewel-toned root vegetable is not a sweet potato, <laughs> but the two are pretty closely related and have a fair amount in common. Namely, that ubi is similarly starchy and sweet. Why don't they call it an ubi tubi? <laughs> ubi tubi. If it's a tube. Ubi tubi. Idaho. Ice cream potato. So, so is this just like a baked potato instead of a, instead of a dollop of butter? It's a dollop of ice creams? Or is it like potato sherbet? Sherbet? Uh, I'm going to go, if it's just on a baked potato, I'm going to, like, yeah. No. Not actually having any potato in it. Ah. An ice cream potato is simply molded ice cream covered in a variety of toppings to make it visually look like a baked potato. Do we have any pictures oh. there? Uh, yeah. If it's actually not a potato and it's just, you know, formed ice cream, I'm all in. But it sounds... Straight up ice cream, go for it, man. Yeah, I'm looking. I want to see this picture. What, what, what do they put on it to make it look like the cheese and the and the chives and the? Probably some green jellies, you know, like maybe a gummy. Yelly. Maybe some. Ugh. No, that that's ice cream on a potato. That's a potato. 
<laughs> no, that's a flippity flippin'. Can't fool me. That's a russet <laughs> with ice cream on it. That's a russet with a gusset if I've ever seen one. That's a gussied up russet. <laughs> you can't convince me that that is not a pot- potato. Well, the top looks good. And the, yeah. and the chocolate syrup looks good. Or chocolate gravy. There's another one. See, that's that's, a, that's just a tater with ice cream on it. <laughs> There's another one. See, yeah. my visual evidence is telling me that's a potato. <laughs> Those of you that are listening right now, you have to Google that for your. Now you that looks like ice cream. That yeah. looks like a fo- a potato. Yeah, that is. Potato. Potato. That's a. Potato, potato. That I think that is. That's the first one I've looked at that seems like it could even be ice cream. Yeah. But see, so what do they do? That that's the same one as this one. I know, but I had to see it cut into. I had to see it cut into because because all you're seeing is the tater skin right there. You got to skin her back here. He can and let's. (laughs) But you know what I think it is. I think they take the ice cream and it looks like they do. They burn it a little bit, like. Probably rolled in some cinnamon and paprika or that would be thick cinnamon. Probably like fried ice cream. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, I would. I would eat it. Yeah, I'd eat it. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Illinois. Uh, Howard. (laughs) (laughs) Howard says gator balls can be cured with gold (laughs) bond. Illinois gravy bread. What? It just says gravy bread. Now, I will dip my bread in gravy all day long. <laughs> but uh, I don't do gravy. that sounds like it'd be a song that you sang in music class. I would dip my gravy in bread all day long. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, I mean, like I, I sop up. I mean, I think a lot of people sop up their gravy with their bread. Uh, I mean, that's not an uncommon thing. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I don't look at that as any different as any kind of gravy on toast. Uh, moving right along, Indiana, Sours Kraut Balls. Yeah. I like me some Sours Kraut Balls. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Howard, that can be cured with Gold Bond as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, Iowa, Walking Taco. This has gotten pretty really? popular around here, yeah. Yeah. yeah, as long as it's not a running taco. <laughs> <laughs> That's later. I, you know... Which <laughs> <laughs> could also be called go <laughs> I don't like walking tacos. I don't want to. I don't like eating with a fork out of a bag of Doritos or a bag of Fritos. There's nothing. I mean, you're holding. You're holding the said bag. There's nothing. There's nothing. It just doesn't lend itself to being very easy to eat. It's like a Capri Sun of foods. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if I can take the. Uh, if I can take what's inside the walking taco and throw it into a plate or a, a bowl, a solid bowl, yeah, I'll eat it all day long, but not so just does walking it, around. Does it become a, does it designated a sitting taco then? I don't, I don't know. But also, it is. there's nothing convenient about walking around eating a, a taco. Like, it's not a food that you walk around and eat. So I, I'm a thumbs down on the walking taco person. I, I, I'm not against – I'm not against them. But uh, I don't generally get them. <laughs> All right, Kansas, uh, and I, and I will stop uh, somewhere here along the yeah. 
middle. Uh, top in the middle. Kansas. Uh, this one is B-Rock. B-Rock. B-E-I-R-O-C-K. Not familiar. I ha- yeah. Look that up, Eric, if you if and you don't mind. I have fingers too. I guess I could help out too. B-Rock. All right. Uh, B-Rocks have a yeast dough breaded packet with beef, cabbage, or sour's kraut, onions, and seasonings for the fillings. Uh, so it's kind of like a hot pocket? Yeah, kind of. They're German meat turnovers. Americanized versions can include cheese, but uh, hold on. I got to click on the link. Uh, Americanized versions of the B-Rock can include cheese, but staunch traditionalists bake them without. In Kansas, the B-Rocks you see are primarily more rounded, while our northern neighbors tend to bake them in a rectangle. Other shapes you may see are half moon squares, squads. Trapezoids, dodecahedrons. (laughs) (laughs) A rhombus. I was going to say rhombus. A rhombi. (laughs) You know, I have a I have a complaint. Unless you are <laughs> lactose intolerant, I don't I can't imagine why anyone would choose to not go the cheese route. It's American, American. I mean, it's like same. My argument also works with White Castle. Everybody knows a White Castle with cheese is much better than a White Castle without cheese. Indeed, it moistens them up. <laughs> Makes my slider dry. <laughs> I'll stop right there with uh, it's a little over halfway, but uh, I'll stop with I have to mark that some way. Uh, just remember Kansas. That was where we left off. Yeah, because we're not in Kansas anymore. That's right. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Kansas. Go ahead. Oh, you, is that yep, where you're that, stopping? That yeah. was Kansas. Yeah. Oh, OK. Because that puts me over the halfway point a little bit. All right. So we'll have uh, two topics next week that will be continuations. All right. Back to Sometimes our we just need more time, right? Yeah, that put me 16 in. Nice. All right. Website has our play by ear isms. Uh, we referred to one of the isms. Actually, we referred to adding to our isms. What was it? Uh, below uh, the nips and above the nuts. <laughs> 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 uh, and then Brady had one earlier. Yeah, what the potato? Potato, yeah. Potato, <laughs> right? Uh, okay, we can go. But we were talking about this one earlier. Um, an ism, an ism, harish. <laughs> the inexplicable word for fish in the PIBE universe. One can find some excellent fried harish at Arthur's Treasures. <laughs> uh, that was if, making fun of me. Uh, was it you? It was. Uh, it was. It was, me. it was definitely him. Well, it was har- me that harish was you. I think Arthur's Treasures was. No, it was me that I didn't know the name. I, I I didn't know the name of that. The restaurant. I called it something different. Oh, I thought another one of our friends called it Arthur's Treasures just because. Anyway, 
other words for fish, uh, feast, fish, fist, <laughs> all, all apply to uh, that word. So, yeah. That's us. <laughs> that is definitely us. All right. Topic number three, game of the night. Game. Uh, word teasers. Uh, we played this one several weeks back. Uh, essentially, these are slang terms in uh, mainly what we see are uh, England and Ireland, but uh, other countries. Yeah. So uh, other English speaking countries, but uh, obviously outside of English speaking, it'd be kind of hard for us to <laughs> kind of make a guess. But anyway, I got to get the gaming sucker out before we start. That was the problem last week. That was a problem. You, you started that a little late. Yeah. Could not recover. No. You'll be glad to know that I've switched from Dr. Pepper to Watcher. Good. <laughs> All right. So we will play to five and just uh, straight up um, questions here. Todd, we drew lots backstage. You won the draw. <laughs> <laughs> Might be the only thing you win all night. Might be. All right. So this is a slang term from Ireland. You're in Ireland and thinking about going someplace, but a local tells you, remember, there are no jacks there. What do you need to do? A, charge your phone before you go. B, whiz before you go. C, tell people your name is Jack so you can feel unique. Or D, make sure you don't have a flat tire. So the obvious. I'm going to rule out the obvious. Rule out C and D. Rule out A. That leaves B. That was a very Rain Man way about coming up on that, upon that answer, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. Yeah, I'm going with the there's no bathrooms. He is your answer? Yeah. Whiz before you go? Yeah. Answer is jacks are toilets. Use the facilities before you go. You may find yourself out in the woods looking for non- Can I ask a stupid question? Poisonous leaves. What, what is your question? So John F. Kennedy of Irish descent was often called Jack Kennedy. In England, the John is the John. In Ireland, is it the Jack? Apparently so. Maybe so. All so, right. in ACDC's song, She's Got the Jack. She got the Jack. <laughs> does not mean she has the toilet. <laughs> of course, they're Australian. That's true. So it's totally different. They use the dunny. <laughs> yes. All right, Brady. Your slang term is, speaking of Australia, from Australia. You come home and find your house filled with rellies. What are you seeing? Spell it. R-E-L-L-I-E-S. <laughs> rellies. Use it in a sentence, please. <laughs> Can you give me uh, the origin of the word? What, what, what is the etymology of the word? <laughs> All right, so A. Rut-row rellies. <laughs> Cockroaches big enough to put a saddle on and ride. B, cousins and aunts and uncles and more. C, 
gifts for your birthday or D reality TV show cast members? Well, I'm going to go a with steal. Re- I can't remember. Do we get a steal if the other person misses it? Uh, I don't think we were playing steals. I think we we're just okay. playing straight yeah. up. Go ahead. Um, I'm going to go with relatives. Relatives. Rallies are your relatives. Yeah. And yes, they may come bearing gifts. They could actually make for a crazy reality TV show in which you all ride giant cockroaches <laughs> with saddles. All right. So Brady ties it up. Uno at Uno. <laughs> all right. Todd. Your slang term also from Australia. You go to the beach in Australia, and you're surprised to see so many shark biscuits. What is it that you're surprised by? A, people feeding great white sharks like pets. B, little kids running everywhere. (laughs) C, people without a tan so white that you can almost see through them. Or D, breakfast at the beach served with jellyfish gravy. <laughs> That's a tough one. I thought I had it. And then can you repeat uh, the first two again? People feeding great white sharks like pets or little kids running everywhere. <laughs> little kids running everywhere. Shark biscuits are, in fact, little kids. Yum. <laughs> they do make load like up the shark tasty, biscuits, honey. <laughs> tasty shark snacks. All right, Todd. And they're biscuits because they're small. <laughs> yeah. All right, two to one, Todd. Brady. Carol. Another slang term from Australia. Your Aussie friend Charlotte asked if you want a Sanger, S-A-N-G-E-R, is she asking if you want some money, because she's rich, want a tasty sandwich, have a bug bite that has a terrible itch, or want to get hitched? (sighs) Excuse me. I was thinking it was going to be something about blood because saying is a Latin root of blood, but we're talking Australia. Correct. I'm going to go a sandwich, maybe with some Vegemite on it. <laughs> right. Uh, she's Serve with a smile. You. She's asking you if you want a sandwich. Yes, that was a total guess. Boy. You guys are, uh, guys are good at this. All right, Todd. Yes. Your term is from England. As we're tied it to. Your mom tells you that your great aunt Gertrude has popped her clogs. Has she joined a breakdance crew, bought some new expensive shoes, kicked the bucket... Or met a nice man from Nantucket <laughs> <laughs> who said, 
God. <laughs> <laughs> there once was a man from Nantucket. <laughs> We've discussed this before. I don't think I've ever actually heard that entire limerick. <laughs> I just know what wrong. it rhymes with. <laughs> can you read the can you read the first uh, two again? Joined her joined a breakdance crew or bought some new expensive shoes. And the term was she popped a bucket? Popped her clogs. I'm going to say passed away. Sad to say, great Aunt Gertrude has passed away. Once again, both are on fire. That's, that's not a very sensitive way to tell someone that their grandma passed away. I mean, <laughs> saw your grandma popped her clogs. Well, you better throw shrimp on the barley well, and have the reddies over. That was England. All right, Brady. You're down three to two. Yeah. You post a pic of some hashtag snag, S-N-A-G, on the Barbie. What are your friends seeing in that pic? A, hashtag pork chops. Pork chops. And apple, apple sauce. B, Hashtag barbecue sausage. <laughs> Speaking of barbecue sausage, this sounds like somebody had their fair share. Uh, C, hashtag killer steak. Or D, hashtag burgers. That is hashtag snag, S-N-A-G. Tell me one more time. Hashtag pork chops. Hashtag barbecue sausage. Hashtag killer steak. Hashtag burgers. I don't even know why I'm thinking this. I have no, you know, inkling. It's just a guess, but I'm going to go pork chops. Chops. No, I, excuse me. Excuse me. I didn't mean. I meant to say sausage. Sorry, sausage. Because a banger is a sausage. Why not a snag? Lucky for you, it's barbecue sausage. Oh, sausage. Snassage. Snasters. All right, tied up at three. Nary Look at us go. Nary a miss yet. Do we have the win by two rule in effect here? Sure. All right, Todd. Your slang is from England. This is carny slang. Your classmate looks you in the eye and makes a gay and hearty announcement. What do you do? A, congratulate him on coming out of the closet. B, assume he's cooking a big fat steak, or C, address him, or C, ask him for the address of his party. Only three choices? Only three choices. Man, they must think I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> what was the third one again? Ask him for the address of his party. And what's the slang? 
Gay and Hardy. H-E-A-R-T-Y. And the second option was? Assume he's cooking a big fat steak. This is difficult. As Brady scrapes his cauldron. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to say the, the C. Ask him for the address of his party. Answer is, ask him for the address. You're going to a party. And jump in the shower. I had no idea. We're, we're good guessers tonight, man. You are. On fire. We're using the we're using what we teach our students. We're, we're eliminating the wrong answers. The, the, the obvious answers. Clues. Yeah. We're Sherlock homies. That's right. <laughs> All right, Brady, your slang is from Ireland. Hey. Your teacher tells you that you're known for foostering. <laughs> what is she trying to tell you? <laughs> well, hey, everyone in the class thinks you your feet stink. B, your grades are so low she has run out of letters to give you. C, you are the class flirt. D, you're as lazy as a lazy boy reclining chair. I'm going to go lazy. Lazy. I'm sitting on my blarney foostering. <laughs> Uh, the answer is you're great at making a show of things, but not actually getting anything done. <sighs> you take it as a compliment. I think that means lazy, doesn't it? it doesn't I think really, it does. Because you, to me, you could also take that as being a flirt. You make like a <laughs> show and nothing gets done. Nothing I mean, gets done. Yeah. But it doesn't really come out and say which one is correct. I, I take it as being lazy. Yeah, I would give him I that I can also point. take it as the other thing, too. But you can also right, take so. it on the run, baby. Because <laughs> that's the way you want it, baby. Yep. You don't want me around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, four to four, Todd. Angland. Where should you go if you lose a stone? A jeweler? A doctor? A bricklayer, or to buy some new clothes? To buy some new clothes. He lost weight. Right. Answer, one stone equals 14 pounds. So if you lose it too quick, you may want to see your doctor if you've been trying oh. to lose weight. Congrats. But you probably need some new clothes. Your old ones may not fit anymore. Oh, he Whoa. pulled it out of the bog. What is it? <laughs> I, I, it doesn't again. It doesn't come out and say. What kind of game is it? This, this, this is the Devil's game. Devil's Vladimir Putin wrote the, the, the rules of this game. It says it says right there though that you need to get new clothes. Yeah, I I, I go with the clothes. All this, right. Here's the thing. Well, here now this one I can actually explain, and it's not just to give myself the point. The question or the uh, the way it uses it in the sentence doesn't say like you rapidly lost a stone or you weren't trying to lose a stone. It just says you lose a stone. Right. I think what it's saying is if you lose it rapidly, it could be a health issue, but right. Yeah. I'll give you the point. Five to four, Todd. Brady. Miss it, Brady. Miss it, Brady. 
England. You're suddenly in the mood for an iced lolly. Do you want to A, text a friend a cold LOL emoji, B, go ice skating in the nude, <laughs> C, have a popsicle, or D, pull a cool new skateboard move? I'm going to go with popsicle. Answer, it's time for a popsicle. Jelly good. Nobody's going to win this game. I, I think it's going to have to be sudden death. We free, refuse to lose. They have to have a betting question. It's like, yeah, like Rocky and the Russian here. <laughs> All right. We'll go one more round, and if not, we'll have a bet. Todd Angland. Stranger on the bus asked you to budge up, B-U-D-G-E, up. What are they trying to tell you? A, zip up the fly on your pants. B, share your fudge. <laughs> hey, fudge up, bro. <laughs> you fudged up. <laughs> C, get up, this is your stop. Or D, move over, you are hogging the space. D, move over, you're hogging the space. Answer, they want you to move over, so let's get budging. Oh, I thought you said fudging. I, yeah, is it F or a B? Budge. Oh, Budge. I don't know. My oh. fudge joke never made any sense. Does he make that, sense to Yeah. Me? That's why I say about fudging up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was, Either way, they, it, yeah. So I had to look again. I thought thought it said budge i just <laughs> yeah i tried to read it wrong all right five brady yeah if you uh get this correct we're gonna have a bet if you get this wrong you lose <laughs> no pressure <laughs> no pressure australia you call your parents and tell them that your ride is a cactus what are you telling them <laughs> A, your bicycle seat is painfully hard. B, the family car has died. C, you've hitched a ride home with a succulent. <laughs> or D, you've been riding the subway for a week to avoid doing your chores. I'm going to say the family car died. Answer, the family car has died, broke down, kaput. Send a tow truck or mechanical help. All right, gentlemen. All right. You're going to need paper? Um, got it. Got it. All right, so you're going to write down your answer along with a wager. Get the scoreboard fixed here. Six to six. Six to six. All right, this is from England, gentlemen. A girl from campus texts you that she's on the lash. L-A-S-H, on the lash. Is she missing an eyelash, headed to a bash, about to crash, short on cash, Covered with a rash, 
or growing a mustache. Good Lord. <laughs> so we pick our. You got to pick the answer from one of those. Okay, so I'll read it again. But do we do we go ahead and vote our total or? Well, you, you're going to wager yeah. based upon what your answer is. And do you need it read again? Yes, please. <laughs> okay, a girl from campus texts you that she's on the lash. L-A-S-H. Is she missing an eyelash, headed to a bash, about to crash, short on cash, covered with a rash, or growing a mustache? What's the phrase again? On the lash. And who texted this to you? Your girlfriend? Girl, a girl from campus. Shit. <laughs> One more time, please. That. One more time with the, the... So she's short on the lash. She's on the lash. On the lash. Missing an eyelash, headed to a bash, about to crash, short on cash, covered with a rash, or growing a mustache. Or smoking hash. Hashish. <laughs> I don't know why it's funny. All right. I got it. I got it. Okay, Todd, we'll start with you. Headed to a bash, a six-point wager. Party. 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 I have out of cash for three points. I had out of cash first, and then I realized it wasn't his. It wasn't somebody he knew. It was just a girl from campus. She can't go out with you or meet you up for drinks or a pint at the pub because she's on the lash. And the final score. Oh, answer. Get dressed. Maybe she's heading to a party and you can't go wearing that outfit. She's headed to a bash. See, Brady, nah. I had the same thing, man. But then I thought, did you hear me ask if it was his girlfriend? Because if it was his girlfriend or like somebody he was close to, I could see her saying, hey, I'm out of money. Yeah. Can you help me out? But just a girl from campus. Girl. Well, that's true. Yeah. All right, so Todd, the victor, 12 to 3. Howard's still listening. Howard, that was for you, man. <laughs> He's coming for you. <laughs> what you call hell, I go home. Yeah. All right. That was episode. <laughs> I, I say that all the time. And let me explain that real quick. I've, I've explained it to you guys. Like for years, my argument has been in, in uh, first blood. Uh, I can't, Captain, what was his name? Cap, uh, John Crenna's character. Uh, Richard, Richard Crenna. Richard Crenna. I said that last week. He's, when he's talking about Rocky, it sounds to me like he says, what you call hell, he goes home. But everybody else argues with me and says the line is what you call, what, what you call hell, he calls home. So that's, that's why I always say that. So I, I'm probably wrong, but that's what I hear in it. So, which always seemed weird to me to say what you call hell, he goes home. Right. But it would work, I guess. So I'm not losing my marbles. I just want to explain why I say that all the time. Gotcha. Marbles. All right. So once again, that concludes episode 89 
of the Play It By Ear podcast. Uh, once again, our audio version of the podcast will come out at 3 a.m. on Friday morning. Uh, you can find our audio on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and the iHeartRadio app. Uh, if you're one of our uh, 20, well, I think it's up to 25% now of our uh, listenership is from India. Ghana is probably be, probably the platform you'll find us on, or uh, uh, there's some others there as well. But those are the, the popular ones. Uh, Anchor.fm is our uh, host site. Uh, also, you can find uh, the video version archived on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch. 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 Uh, you can uh, follow any of our uh, channels on any of those platforms as well. Uh, you can find our social media links on our website. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, play it by your podcast on Facebook. Play it by your pod two on Twitter. And uh, play it by your podcast with underscores between all the words on Instagrams. And uh, you can interact via email admin at playbyyearpodcast.com. You can also leave a voice message. So wait for that voice message we haven't gotten in a while. Uh, click the link at your audio podcast provider. You can leave us a message in that fashion, and we can put it right into the show. So. Sneaking um, up on 100. We are sneaking up on 100. 100. Uh, if things hold as they are, um, episode number 100 uh, will be sometime in uh, mid Mid-May to early June, sometime in there, depending upon uh, how things work with... Uh, near my birthday. Timing, yes, near your birthday. But uh, starting uh, preliminary plans on what that's going to look like, and uh, we'll hopefully deliver something to you that's a little special for the uh, centennial version of our, of our podcast. So, with that, anything for the good of the order, gentlemen? I can't think so. Everyone have a fantastic uh, rest of your week. And a, a glorious weekend. Uh, by the way, we should be settled on Wednesday nights into the near future, I'm thinking, gentlemen. We kind of briefly discussed that, but I think that's where we're going to land here for the mm -hmm. foreseeable future. But uh, stay tuned. Uh, we'll always send out those uh, invites on Facebook, and uh, obviously you'll see if you follow our channels, you'll see when we go uh, live, so you can join us then. All right, Todd. Take us out. Thanks for listening to the Play It By Ear podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter at Play It By Ear Pod 2, and our website at anchor.fm backslash Play It By Ear podcast. Thanks again, and join us next time as we play it by ear.